You're listening to Randall Wallace Presents, formerly Bridging the Political Gap, the number one American history podcast of 2024 by second show and this one's kind of an exciting one it goes back in time to 1996 when I was a 25 year old college student about to graduate and I was doing some videos uh, to set up for the Lander College Republican recruitment video that was that was my project for uh, for college uh, to graduate with my mass communications degree and very fortunately because 1996 was a campaign year on the presidential level we had all these presidential candidates coming in, plus Senator Strom Thurmond was on the campaign trail for his final campaign. Uh, I think Phil Graham came through Greenwood and we got him to do a small interview with us and Bob Dole and, and Lindsey Graham, who was then a one term, he was in the middle of his first term as a United States Congressman. This was before the Clinton impeachment or anything. And the event that, that I got this section from was the third district county Republican convention. And that day, Strom Thurmond came in to speak. Henry McMaster was there to speak. And they were all introduced by a lady named Ellie Litz, who was the third district chairwoman. And she was a, a pistol. She was one tough lady. I had worked on campaigns with her and against her because she was a big Phil Graham and then Pat Buchanan supporter. In 1996, and I was a big Bob Dole supporter, and so after Dole won the primary, it was my job to go in there and talk to uh, Miss Litz to win her back over, and that took some doing. But she was one of the hardest working people when it came to uh, party politics and fighting for conservative causes, and uh, and I always enjoyed her both as a very formidable opponent when she was on the other side and a great ally when she was on your side. And so uh, I, 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 I love Mrs. Litson. You'll hear her introducing uh, Lindsey Graham, who is going to then introduce Strom Thurmond. But uh, during uh, the documentary series that we did, the very first episode on Strom Thurmond, I had found some really great footage of Thurmond working the crowd and, and in Florence, South Carolina at an event uh, going toward the racetrack. Uh, and I and I just I just thought that was such great footage that I, I used it instead. But that speech was not as good as this one. This speech, Thurman knew how to fire it up, and all I can tell you is is uh, I can't imagine what it would have been like when he was fifty <laughs> and how well he got this crowd going. 
but it, this is a delightful video to, to or, uh, listen to, and I hope you enjoy this. Uh, like I said, this is going to be two really giant South Carolina figures on the stump. Lindsey Graham, very early in his career, in his first term as a United States congressman, and of course, Strom Thurmond, uh, the giant of South Carolina history in his last campaign, and you see why he kept winning and winning. He was just very, very good at it. Uh, so here we go. Here's Ellie Litz, and here's Lindsey Graham and Strom Thurmond in their own words on the campaign trail.
They wanted to put 19 guns on the list in Washington thinking that criminals are going to give them over. I guarantee the ones that use them on the police officers are not going to turn them in. We've tried to reform the death penalty in a case just like this so that it can be swift, it can be certain. The same crowd wants to take the 19 guns and put them on the list in Washington. The same crowd that keeps us from reforming a system that perpetuates this type of crime. It's the same crowd that takes Medicare and lets it go bankrupt and demagogues our efforts to change it. It's the same crowd that enslaves people in Medicare. It's the same crowd that won't change Medicaid or do anything to help this country. We've got to win in November. The six people that you pick are representing a cause a lot greater than themselves, a lot greater than the people in this room. Let's get out of this thing united. Let's be filled with women because I guarantee your future is at stake. This is a chance to seal and bring to the conclusion the first part of the revolution. So hang in there with me. So, 
and they back their Republicans do. And at the next election, we hope to elect those people in Senator Washington, and then when and when our new president signs the bill, the Democrats won't be able to be told. Not, you may not be able to listen, not, 
chance when I was a very young man later on after this to spend a day or two with him in when he was touring Lorraine County. By then I graduated and I moved uh, to Myrtle Beach and he came through uh, for a swing through Myrtle Beach for the Loris Bogoff going into the tail end of that campaign when he was running against Elliot Close. And I spent the day with him. I had gone to the Loris Bogoff parade and my job that day, I was a volunteer, and actually there was a lot of people, there was a big race going on between Phil Render, who was a later on a city councilman, then he was a dairy dentist running for the state senate against Senator Luke Rankin, who was ending his first term. And they had all asked for volunteers, and, and I was going to help with that, but then Senator Thurman asked for volunteers, and I had a chance to spend the day with him, and I said, you know, I, I, as much as I want to help Phil Render, who was a good friend of mine, I thought, guy, I may never get another opportunity to work with someone like Strong Thurman. Again, you know, a, a legendary figure. But you know, I just, I just, I just thought, I, hey, I need to show up for, and do this for Strong Thurman. So, I, I go to the uh, to the parade. I get there. It's Tony Denny, who was his campaign manager. Uh, Raleigh Ward, who was his Senate office guy, and a sled agent, and no other volunteers showed up. So it was just me and Senator Thurman. So I get to spend this whole morning at the feet of Strong Thurman. 
and oh my God, I can't tell you how exciting that was. So we go work that parade. Uh, he walks in the parade, and I, and then when he's done, I have to follow him around this giant roll of I'm for Strong stickers. And I was to give those stickers to everybody he shook hands with. So I did that, and we ran out of stickers. But, I mean, everywhere you went, you were shaking hands with people who would tell you these stories about all the things that Strom Thurmond had done to help them or help their parents or their grandparents. It was really just a, a kind of amazing. The man was a 94-year-old rock star. So we get toward the end of the day, and, uh, and I'm walking him back to his car with him, and he's grabbed me by the arm, and I mean, to, he had a vice grip when he, when he wanted to grab me with some, and he, and he, and he, we're walking to the car, and so I worked up the courage, and I said, you know, Senator Thurman, do you have any advice for a young guy like me about, uh, you know, that might want to get involved in politics one day, about what I should do, and he said, well, always remember that if someone's sitting on the other side of that table, they're there because they didn't believe they had anywhere else to turn. And it's your job to help them. And I've always thought that was the greatest advice that I've ever been given in politics or, or, or among them. Always help people as much as you can. From the only person I ever knew who was in politics for 72 years that he served. Uh, he was just a, a, a tremendous guy. And of all the politicians that I've known, I, I don't think I've ever known one who was more committed to helping people than Strom Thurmond. And just as he gave me that advice, the Miss Loris Bogoff queen came running up and wanted to, to get her picture taken with him and she kissed him on the cheek and I can tell you, his attention to me was over. <laughs> but that's for another show. But Strom Thurmond was really just one in a million and I know he had some ancient history that that is that has stuck with him, but the person that I knew uh, was a, just a, a delightful person and a person who wanted to help people, anyone and everyone who ever came to him for help. And that's why he was returned to the Senate nearly 50 years. Thank you. We'll see you next time on Bridging the Political Gap. Thank you for listening to Bridging the Political Gap. If you've liked what you've heard, please share it. And we would love to hear from you and your thoughts on, on our show. So if you'd like to, please leave a review wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, thanks again and so long for now. <laughs>